Well, I'm not a millennial. They know nothing about Office 365. After a good single malt, you sound like one. What can I get you guys? Oh, the usual podcast whiskey, something unique. This is a well-stacked bar. We've got a lot to cover, Steve, so let's pace ourselves. Or an extra whiskey tonight for all those cloud technology heroes. That's just an excuse. We are the heroes. What are you talking about? Our podcast, Office 365 Distilled. Hey, Moraine, episode 34, my man. Wow, I am still amazed that we get so far. I mean, I can't even know it line. We're always amazed, aren't we? That's true. But I'll I tell you what, episode 34, and I'm disappointed that nobody's listening to us in the lockdown. Well, I actually was taking a look at our numbers earlier, and we still got pretty good numbers. We got good numbers, but we're at least 100 listeners down. A hundred people missing some gorgeous whiskey and great Office 365 knowledge. It is true. We will not. We will not uh, be at our 1,000 listens this month. That is true. No, it is going below, but that's yeah. okay. We, as long as everybody's safe. Exactly, safe and sound. As, yeah. as long as we're not permanently losing a hundred people off our podcast for some. Oh, reason. like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I was just thinking, yeah, but, but if, when you're lying there in the hospital bed and you're, you, you, what else do you have to do? I mean, listening to a podcast you, is brilliant. You, you could listen to Office 365 Distilled. I agree entirely. Yeah. That was funny. My missus was just about to walk in the office door and then she looked at me and realized I was standing in front of the microphone Uh-oh. and went, no. Nope. <laughs> but now I'm about to find out whether the patio door is locked or unlocked or not. I'm assuming it must be unlocked because she hasn't come back. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Hey, where we should be going in 20 days' time. I was sitting looking at this earlier. We should be sitting in the highs of 35 degrees in three days' time, depending on when people listen for this. What? Should be in Madrid, in oh, Spain. Oh, okay. Oh, I was already thinking, like, what? No, indeed, yeah, indeed. We both you, got you selected. Know Madrid. We both got selected yeah. for Microsoft 365's Saturday Madrid virtual. Sadly, virtual Saturday. Yes, yeah. actually, they call it Microsoft 365. Yeah, true, true, true. Because it's so Which much more cool. than SharePoint, of course. It is, yeah, it is nowadays. It's difficult mm-hmm. not to be, isn't it? The way that everything's interlinks, interlinks, interlinks so much. <laughs> interlinks. <laughs> let's Absolutely. not go there. No, no. Let, let's move on. Oh, too tempting. Let's move on. Oh, too Fraudulent slit. Slip. Yes. yes. Slip. Actually, that's a John Cleese line from um, uh, Not the Fish Called Wonder, the follow-up one. There's a, uh, if you yeah. haven't seen the follow-up to mm-hmm. a fish called Wonder, uh, dangerous creatures, fierce creatures, fierce that's creatures, it. Fierce yes. creatures. There's a wonderful scene at the end where he he constantly gets all the words wrong for about four minutes, and all he does is he talks about female body parts accidentally, <laughs> like he has a, a fraudulent <laughs> slit, slip, slip. Yeah. So it is very very funny, and I look forward to that part of the movie all the way through it. Anyway, there okay, we go. Steve really the need... in a movie moment. Yeah, I really need to watch those movies again. Absolutely. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. What I good. did what I, when we're talking about movies, anyway, I did see that on Netflix. There's uh, Smokey and the Bandit right now on Netflix, oh, so I'm definitely wow, gonna rewatch back. that one again. Is it is a clue for those who haven't uh, or have seen it for a long time? Here we go. Um. Um. Is Moraine remembering <laughs> the moment? Yes, one stressed police officer. That was brilliant. Oh, oh my God. Smokey and the Bandit. Wow. It's based yeah. in fact as well, that is, about the, the old uh, beer taxes and the fact that they used to do beer running just to save a few dollars on uh, taxes nice. from one okay. state to another because one beer wasn't allowed to be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. okay. Anyway, Madrid, anyway, yes, what are you we're... talking about? Um, I'm doing a session together with uh, Yussi Mori uh, on uh, blaming the end users. Uh, we're 
gonna give top tips to unfuck uh, user adoption. Okay, is that for Spain? Yes, exactly. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you don't ask me what I'm doing. No, no, I, I don't was, ask me. I did ju- just no, did ask. that. No, what no, is? you didn't. I did. You didn't do me. No, don't don't ask because I can't freaking remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I think I'm doing um, uh, um, uh, value in teams, MS Teams yes, value. Yes, exactly. That is what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. Yes. yes. That was a moment. It's a good job people haven't realized that. I thought I got away with that one. Mm. People didn't realize you, it. You, no, you. failed. Also, funny thing, uh, this is not on a Saturday. It's on a Wednesday and a Thursday. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on a 5.30 or something, 5.40. At, uh, I'm at a 9 o'clock in the morning, so love that. Ah. That's good. Neat. No, yep. I, uh, I looked at it the other day and put it on my busy list of things to do. i got so much stuff going on at the moment, it's unbelievable. I know, my, uh, me too. It's my, crazy. My boss boss said to me, oh, listen, we're going to do a live event in uh, six weeks' time. Okay. But we don't have any live event software because we haven't actually ran out, you know, stream yet or MS Teams or mm-hmm. or anything else. And in six weeks' time, apparently, I have to do a live event for 4,000 people. So, yeah, it's, yeah, yep. work that one out. Okay. okay. Work that but one there's, out. There's a with... lot of webinar software out there. I mean, Teams is not the only one. You can, you no, can, you can do a YouTube live event even. We could do, but that's not going to happen, so... Um, no, because yeah. you probably be want anywhere where it's public. Yeah, you probably want to limit it. Yeah, because of the nature of the customer. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine, and and it's fine anyway. I mean, it's a challenge. I'm not complaining about it, uh, no, but it is a challenge. But that also brought me onto something that I I was thinking about today about kind of governance and governance approvals that I I can touch on a little bit if that's okay with you. Go ahead. I was and thinking touch. the differences. <laughs> Go ahead and touch. Nice. I was thinking the difference between content governance, which we talk a lot about. Yeah, uh, we talk about retention and governance yeah, once and or who twice. can access yeah. and creation mm-hmm. of sites. Once or twice, yeah, not very often. And the the governance around retention, of course, as different people, maybe your compliance, regulatory, if you're in the finance industry, certainly your legal requirements. But when it comes to application governance, it's different kind of people. So let's talk about streams for example uh, or live events you suddenly end up with a completely different set of approvers or controllers you kind of got the network people in there because the last thing they want is you streaming video all uh, over the place yes. without any planning i actually so i actually had people. that a few months ago almost a year ago now wow time travels so fast that we were doing a live event as a webinar for a customer and we had all these people listening in in the same building, and we actually, yeah, everyone was complaining about poor network and bad video, and because we were just yeah, streaming it out and getting it all back again, and that was horrible. Well, it's that much more difficult nowadays when you have you know a couple of thousand people not actually in the building, but your network is in the building, and so all those people are kind of connecting via VPN into Uh-oh. the building. Uh-oh. And uh, so we had to do some some real running around on the VPN, which was cool, using the new Microsoft CASB protocols. Well, new, they're, they've been around for a while. That's and cool. quite honestly, most of the understanding went right over my head. It was one of those things in the last couple of months where I really had to get up to speed on you know, something that was so new. But it was interesting, challenging time. But, but I was thinking again, so th- that application requires you know, a certain amount of approvals. So it's also GDPR. You remember last week we talked about, do I need a blurry face on my yeah. stream video? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we have to remember that is a reality. It is people's image. And in some organizations, the policies, many organizations now, policies about you know recording an external video call and then publishing it somewhere, making sure that the people understand or are happy. Um, a lot of event stuff. So there's, there's those kinds of governance and permissions. So there's the networked and then there's HR, uh, legal retention. So, so you need legal governance. If, it's, I just find that... Jump back 
there for what you said. So would would we actually need some kind of disclaimer that before, if you go into a Teams meeting and you want to turn on your camera or before you go into the Teams meeting that you actually want to have a disclaimer saying watch out here might be videotaped and those video can be used for whatever in your company? Um, yes. Okay. Fair enough. Well, imagine if you go to the sports palace, if you go to an American football game and read the back of the ticket, it will tell you that, you know, by accepting this ticket, you accept that there are video cameras recording the game and that you may yeah. well be part of that recording and that filming and you okay. hereby accept that. Okay. So, for public, any kind yeah, of public internally, of course, there's more and more complaints about people putting their photographs up on your your profile page. Some people don't like being forced to do it, um, and you know, mm-hmm. and for our American cousins who are listening to this, I'm sure they are well aware of these kinds of rights. And GDPR, as much as I think it tried to fix something, I think it, in all honesty, my my honest feeling is that it's made it worse for people. In that people, you go to a website now where you are allowed to see what they're using your data for. Oh, those now pop-ups just, for every website in the world. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, because it's God. supposed to do as good. And then we're supposed to read them, understand them. And some of them have got 60 or 70 different places where that data goes to. Oh, yeah. And, no, and nobody reads wasting it. wasting so much of my time. Yes, And absolutely. before I never used to care. No. And now I'm suspicious of it. Because no, now they care. can do so much. No, it's, it's you should now. pretty annoying that I have to click it away every time. Oh. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> I know. It's just difficult, know. isn't it? I know. I love being in the same room. It is yeah. just so much easier. Yeah. This, this remote shit is uh, odd work. But what I was trying to say was, because we get fed up and we don't click them, they could legitimately now do really nasty stuff with that data and you approve it. Absolutely. That is true. And so I, I I'm not entirely approve. sure we're in a... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think we're in a worse position than we were before. At mm-hmm. least you could go back and sue them in doing something you didn't know about. But now, actually, you approve it and you don't know what you're approving because you can't be bothered to read it because you just want to go to a page and get something quick and easy. Anyway, okay. I am going in a direction that I didn't want to go about. But I was just also, saying... Also, also, governance, it, it, it actually puts surfing the web it puts the the word surf back in surfing the web because if you're surfing you're not on a wave all the time you're on a wave and then you have to paddle back and then you're back on the wave and then you have to paddle back and you're back on the wave so it's actually made the word it actually made surfing on the web more relatable to actual surfing you're right i've got a surfboard i'm in the sea hey look there's a wave paddle 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 ah there's a shark Nobody showed me there was going to be a shark here. So I better get out of the way of that one. So, oh no, I'll just accept it and jump on the wave and the way I go. You're right. It has put surfing back in. The risks as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. We should, we should let people know we're in a very strange position. We, we're now obviously, I don't know how far away we are. What is the distance between you and me? No, 35 six, kilometers or something? No, more. 60? 60? 60-ish. Uh, you drive it more often than me. So we're 60 kilometers away. We're obviously using software now so that we're kind of being recorded and then we have our phones connected on on whatsapp so we can actually get some sight of each other but it's not the same as being in the same room but it's very strange because i've never seen i've never watched moraine's face before so when i'm talking about a subject and he has no idea where i'm going it's actually really quite funny (laughs) (laughs) he's going shall i get in do i jump in on this one yeah and you know and moraine's looking at me dancing around like a fairy because i kind of it's... Yeah, I've got something. I've got something. I really want to then... say something. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, well. We will look back on some of these in a year's time and go, yeah, they were different. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so a little bit like when you publish something on SharePoint or Office 365, the governance around it is different, knowing your audience. So depending on what it is, if it's GDPR, there's probably some regulatory issues. Mm-hmm. Videos and stream required me to do so many different kinds of things than if I were talking to the business about metadata and that kind of stuff. So I think, I I think that one of the lessons that I am uh, definitely into teaching people today is that you need to think about 
different kinds of people for different kinds of roles. And we touched on this in the last podcast when we talked about um, special specialists, you know, our SMEs. Yes. Okay, our subject matter experts. And it's true, identifying the right subject matter expert to allow things to move forward uh, is important and something to think about. So governance can be different, definitely, uh, on rolling out applications, managing your administration permissions, uh, doing the content governance, etc., etc. So anyway, that was where my thinking was going based upon some of the uh, stream stuff that I've had to be playing with this week. Yeah. And I, I w- actually, because you touched on a good subject, stream, and uh, when I see all the new stuff that is coming out for Teams, for example, because we, now we've got super high demand for Teams. Teams is rolling out one thing after another. I actually was in a meeting earlier today where we had the raise hands feature. Like, woo, super cool. We've got that now. And we've got the pop-out chats that is coming and we got all these things coming on and so many new things. And for stream, which is actually the one where we already said a few podcasts ago where there's there could be some really added benefits there, some really things that we could use to make it actually usable. Nothing. Silence. No. Silence like what the fuck come on guys come on yeah but equally though there are some neat stuff with with stream in terms of the ai stuff you know this idea that you can work out who's speaking and moving and an image absolutely searching though so that that stuff there's a lot of data of course in a video that can be reused by ai so it has those cool sided kind of cool things Uh, but then the front end of it is just youtube with no real added value kind of stuff channels it exactly i would just love to be able to as a company or as an organization make a really nice stream main page that would be awesome so a kind of landing page per yes. channel with a good no, subject, a bit like a, a bit like a, a, a an Office 365 groups page where you have that flexibility, but obviously focused around everything associated with that channel. Is that what you get? Yeah, at? but also just like a proper landing page where we'd have, uh, for example, the uh, strip with the latest videos and then a strip with uh, all HR videos, all communication videos, words from the CEO, like. Ah. An intranet, but then uh, only overall videos. overall landing page. No, no, like a proper stream landing page, but then yeah. really built for my organization as a communications part. That's actually quite cool, isn't it? So you might have 400 channels. Well, you won't have 400 channels. You might have 40 channels, each well, with their might, own You might have 400. So. Why not? Oh, I guess you might have. Uh, depends on the size of the organization. But it would be nice to be able to have a way of presenting that in a in a more easy-to-use way or, or subjects that I'm interested yeah. in, I guess, yeah. or the choice of what I need to go for. So we, we throw a bit of delve and AI at it. and Yeah, but um, also a little bit of that um, communication side goodness. That, that, would, yeah. that would do wonders. And I, I know that yeah. what I'm saying could be easily done with a uh, communication site. But I just yeah, I just want to have that on my stream. That's a good suggestion. Yeah. It's a good suggestion. Uh, we'll find out on the roadmap whether it's on the roadmap. Uh, I don't yeah. suppose it is. Uh, no, we, I don't think so. We could, uh, we could do a random look at the roadmap. Yes. <laughs> that's a there good are... idea we we once uh, started doing uh, dear jeff to close off our uh, podcast we did yes uh, well, we, did we once. started doing it we did it once yes yeah <laughs> so this could be this this thing that we're gonna do over and over again just once yes it was such a good idea mm-hmm. it still is so dear jeff if you're listening i know you have stream under your uh, belt as well so Please make the main page a little bit better. Give Moraine a page. Yeah, but there's so, like much, a... there's so much real estate that you can do stuff with. And it's, oh well. Yeah, to, to be honest. To be fair to Microsoft, we, we, though, we where do they put their been, resources? Yeah, but we have been shitting on um, 
on Sway for a few episodes, and now it feels like we're shitting on stream for a few episodes. Can I just be accurate here and say Moraine is shitting on yes, Sway for exactly, a few episodes? Exactly, exactly. No, no, to be honest, stream has some super cool features, absolutely, but it could be so much better than this. I worry oh. that it's kind of becoming a, a bit of a backroom application. So I spent some time at the weekend looking at producing live events through stream and stuff. And I was really surprised to learn that you can't have moderated chats through stream. You, if you wanted to do that, you have to use MS Teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, it still yeah. runs the stream, but, but the production is through MS Teams. And exactly, so yes. There, there was, I was watching an Ignite presentation um, uh, again, going. I, was, I said this earlier before we started. There's so freaking much stuff happening out there. It's really difficult to keep up with all of it. Yeah. And that simple question of, hey, I can run a video or a live event in Yammer, in Stream, in MS Teams. Which one do I actually choose? And the end of the presentation said, well, rule of thumb, you do this. And I'm going, I don't want rule of thumb. This is a precise technology-driven subject. Surely there is a precise answer for this but of course this is so big there's never a precise answer exactly yes yeah because you can also run it through yammer for of course of course and then you get uh, you different can. capabilities as well uh you do and again you need to work out which one fits yep. which one yeah exactly so so what i what i had to do now is to go back to the customer and go okay what do you actually want to do on this live event and of course, as soon as you ask the customer that, you get a long list of the things that they must have, oh, and then yeah. the things that they'd like to have and hope to have, and the, the must-have things. You're going, ah, dear Jeff, please <laughs> would you make it possible? <laughs> yes, exactly. To, for example, make it so that you can select more than one document uh, ready for your live event. So right now you can only select one document as a uh, preset for your live event. And I want to have more than one document. I want to have a video and I want to have a, um, a document and I want to have a, a PowerPoint and I want to have some pictures and I want to have some, well, whatever. I want to, I want to, I want to. Yeah. All you ever want. You're like a little kid in a toy store. <laughs> I want to, want to, want to. But... That that is what that is what Office three six five is. It is a big toy store, and you can just yes. play with everything. Toys for the boys and girls. Yeah, it is true. We mm -hmm. get to play with it. We are so lucky. I know, right? We get to play with great technology, and we get to drink great whiskey. And I got <laughs> an interesting whiskey for you today because we're still following the same thing as we did before. You've mm -hmm. chose one, and I've chose one. Yeah. Actually, you keep drinking yours. I keep hearing it. You have not actually waited until the end of the podcast, you cheat. I might have some sips already to see, yeah, see. what it is. That is true. And that's what you get when you don't have to drive from my place, so... Take yeah, every just sip, my own friend. Drink all day. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, before we get to that, you wanted to talk about languages. Well, there, because we're living, we're living both in Belgium, and you know, of course, how many languages we have as official languages. Official languages? Is it three or four? No, we three. got three. Yeah, we got like Dutch, yeah. French, and German. Yeah, so these are and the English. yeah. And well, everybody has English. It's not an official language, but I'm not it an is... official person then because no, well, I don't speak French or German or Dutch. No, well, you do pretty good. But anyway, I pay my taxes here in Belgium. I might add, so make English an official language, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but, no, no. But, I'm, I mean, I'm highly embarrassed about this. Belgium, Belgium has been. Uh, a weird country for that for a long time and um i still remember back in the day sharepoint 2007 2010 2013 um when we were setting up intranets for big organizations in belgium they always needed to be uh, multilingual uh, intranets there was always things that you should have done there were some really good third-party uh things that you could have done 
Um, well, there still are a few really good third-party solutions. Um, but there was also this system of variations where you can create different variations of a page. And, uh, well, it was silent around the multilingual capabilities, but now they're back. They're coming. So I'm pretty happy for that. That's uh, And you're hoping it's better than variations? I Yeah, I'm hoping that it's going to be better than variations. Yeah. Absolutely. I have to say, one of the things I really hope they fix around languages, because it's very confusing for my users, as you say, we have langu different languages in, in, in Belgium, and mm -hmm. you're never sure who the speaker is. And if you work for an international company like we have done for many years, then their native languages, whether it's German, French, Ugandan, Czechoslovakian, American, whatever, um, you know, you actually feel more comfortable if your menu, drop-down menu, is in your own language. The problem exactly. is that it's, it kind of seems to be a black magic trick to make sure that the right language turns up on your machine every single time. So we have a lot of French speakers <laughs> and they would prefer to see it in French, but it keeps appearing in English. Uh -huh. And then when we try and set it to uh -huh. English, it turns back to French. And it seems to be there's 64 things that need to be clicked in the right order and you have to be standing on your head when you do your multi-factor authentication <laughs> to actually make sure that it opens up in the right language. So, yeah. Well, it, shouldn't it, be that, it shouldn't be that difficult. You've got your own preferred language in your profile. And the main thing, the most important part is the, the, the browser language. Uh, yes, which is by default in an organization, in our organization, or this particular organization. Mm -hmm set to English because that's yeah. their default but language. If they would set their browser language to French, then yeah, everything you will... say these things yeah, as I if do. we haven't tried them. And also, have you tried going to find the bit where you reset your language in Office 365? It's actually not even a modern page. Oh no, it's it's back in your Delft profile. But you, can yeah, also, but you also set around. it up for every... Well, you don't have to set it up for every SharePoint site. It's automatically, all all these boxes are automatically uh, checked. So you don't have to do that much anymore. Can you, can you hear yourself? All of these, these are checked. They, all of these. All, it's one language. I only need one language. So I have to do this. So all the do 20 ones are already checked if you... But no, it's it should be just a browser. I'm not underrating this. I know this is complicated process. I, I do get that. And I know they support 130 odd different languages and, and sure. it's way, way better than it used to be in 20, 2007 and 2010. It is a lot, lot better. So, so dear yes. Jeff, we're really not complaining, okay? We understand this is a problem. Uh, but it is all over the place. You know, my term set I can have in different languages. And I can have the equivalent terms, a bit like the old variations process. My yeah. search terms mm -hmm. I can have in different languages. Yeah. My synonyms I can have in different languages. But uh, like we said last week, there's a whole bunch of things that you need or people you need to support all of this. So it's, it's interesting. Yes, you do. But languages are going to get better then. Is that what's going to happen here? Yeah, if, you're, if you want to build a multilingual, multilingual uh, intranet, um, it will be easier to manage those uh, languages and to manage the content and the translation of content. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not going to be automatically translated. Not yet, anyway. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So does that mean we should plan for multi-language news items and things already? Or should you just put them in... German first and then Dutch second and French third and you scroll up or down and you make sure you rotate them around so you don't start a war well, because actually what's what's going to happen is they're going to appear in the in the published language and then if you decide to translate them then they'll be in your own language and that okay. that by itself is already so much better in translations all right, cool. Well, I don't mind. Mm. As I said, as long as I can get mine back in English, for me personally, being very selfish, yeah, uh, I'm not worried about it. No. But are you very hopeful? I am. 
actually. I, I currently don't have any customers that require this functionality. I know there are really good third-party companies that are um, that have these multilingual solutions that you can use. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's good to see a capability like that coming back. Yeah, I agree. And uh, hopefully, with the improvements, with I mean, we've seen some really cool translation of uh, of uh, titles and uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, presentation. Live captions. Subtitled. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Live captions. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I guess it's going to be better than it was. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And then you were saying earlier about this, some of the new stuff that's coming out. There's lots and lots and lots of stuff coming around. Absolutely. The meetings and the it is, all because of remote working and lockdown. Yes, it is crazy how many new things are coming out for Teams, for example. It is it's just an astounding amount. Like we got our custom well, backgrounds now. Um, they just uh, announced they're gonna do tree by tree um, a video that you no longer just see four people on your screen, but they will see nine people there. Uh, they've got the end meeting uh, that was there. The raise hands feature is coming. There's so many new things rolling out on a on a very fast pace. Uh, there is. I was do- taking a quick look at the roadmap. Mm-hmm. Um, and just doing a quick scroll down here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten items for April, 11, 12, wow. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 items for April, 19, 20, 21. Should I stop? I mean, yes, I'm now please, on page please stop. four. Jesus. Yeah, all, all, you are right. There's a huge amount of stuff in here, and every one of them must be really really crucial because they're so important they're being done oh there we go actually on page four i get to raise hands in team meetings yeah which apparently says it's in development it's it's actually rolling out yeah that's what i thought too oh single multi-tenancy so maybe that's just a variation of the uh could uh, be so here's one there's some of them that you really have to dig down and find out what they are here we go what is your, your starter for 10, Moraine. Here we go. It's the Office 365 Distilled Pub Quiz. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So what is a shy header? Ah, I know that one. A shy header uh, for modern I SharePoint sites. And I, w- sites. I know that one. That is actually when you scroll down on a page that the big header that you see actually slims down into a, into a smaller header. But that you'll you still absolutely the right. I Just know. A Just Boom. wait there. Here we go. Oh wow! I didn't know whether you would get you that, but I, was, uh, I, I being an MVP actually has its benefits. Now I can actually win yes. top quizzes. Yep. And you've now got tasks in Excel. I uh, why? I don't know why. Um, apparently, you can create and assign tasks to collaborators in Excel Workbook to track ownership and get work done. Okay, so yeah, I kind of get that because I, I, when I don't have MS Project, I sometimes might just write it down in Excel. If I if I have to uh, give a number of days that I think a project is gonna need i probably do that in excel that is very true okay that's cool so um you can also have tasks in word that is true if you give remarks to people then you can actually say okay you need to take a look that at this paragraph right. it's amazing isn't it you're right i was noticing that two weeks ago or so yeah and it's actually pretty yeah. cool because you get an email about it you can you see the text there you can click on it it goes to the to the document it actually works pretty pretty well. It is very yes, cool. Yes, you are correct. It's interesting, isn't it, when uh, when you look at these things and you go, that sounds really weird, and then when you actually see it, and when you're trying to scroll down a page in a laptop screen and it shrinks the header down, you go, that's cool. But, of course, you forget that these things need to be identified. They need to go through the adoption process in some oh, spaces. Yeah. They mm-hmm. need to be notified. So yeah. I do get that. And, and I know I, I'm... Taking the mickey a little bit, but 
as you say, there are a lot of them around. And some of them are only small things, but for some people, they will make a big difference. Absolutely. So one, one, of, one of them that I, that I actually wanted to talk with you about that we were discussing earlier is the one where you can now uh, share a document, but only in review mode. And I think that is, yes. that's a pretty funny one. Like, oh, I actually made this document and I want you to take a look at it, but I don't want to give you edit rights. I just want to give you like review rights. And so you can put uh, some comments in there and then you can do track changes edits, but you can't actually commit those edits on my file. Yes. And funnily enough, we had laughed at this girl said, let's do a random item from the roadmap. And that was the one that I landed on and opened. Yeah. Uh, even though we'd been talking about it earlier in, in this evening. Yeah. But you are right. And, and I said, funny enough, I also had a phone call with a user today. And they said, um, I need to find a way of having these documents reviewed without changing them every six months. Oh, yeah, we can build a workflow and we can do that. Um, but this is absolutely spot on it's because better. they would be assured, yeah. And we were going to put a records, record scenario in place so that uh, we knew that what got sent out was not going to get changed. And yet here we are. Somebody has thought about it. Did you suggest this, Moraine? Was this I, one I of your did suggestions? Not. No, I did not. Oh, well. no. Just but... wondered because you know so much about it. <laughs> but <laughs> since, because we're doing pub quizzes, I've got a pub quiz for you. Oh, no, you know me and my I've got a question. No, 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 no. I've got a question. So... Just a minute. Just a minute. Okay, I'm ready. Go. Okay. So we're both in this... We both have access to the same document library. And I want to notify you about a specific document. So I'm going to write you an email, say, Hey, Steve, would you take a look at this document? And tell me what you think. How do I give you the link of that document in an email? How would you How would you do that? Um, would do a number of ways. I might open the document and click the icon at the top left hand side. Uh-uh. And click Obviously the what? Not, the, not the icon. Yeah, the one in the top left-hand toolbar. You know, the one that says attached to an email. That would pop open oh, the email. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could choose yeah. the link. Yeah. Uh, I might, actually, I did you it get, today where I was... You get this, this really dirty, I know, long, I know. I'm not saying link. it's the best way. No, no. I could, I could copy saying. the link from the three-dot menu in the document library. And... Oh! No, I know where you're going with this, but I can't remember because it happened to me a couple of days ago. I was going, that's cool. Uh-huh. something happened and I thought oh that's the link of the document I was just working on you're going to have to tell me the steps though because I can't remember <laughs> it but okay. you're right so if you, remember this. if you go into the properties pane of the document so in the, in the, yes. the right hand uh, drop down properties thing uh, they slightly redesigned that and now you can actually have your title but you also have the path to the document and you can actually click that icon of, of the part of the document then you actually have your www dot um, uh, something something sharepoint uh, slash site slash site name slash yeah, whatever. shared yep. document slash doc one dot docx so you get the actual part yes, of the, the document link. yes and nice. then you can use that for that. whatever yeah I think that well is done. brilliant because I have so so many times where I have people uh, with a large document library and they're sending it to everyone in their team and they actually create a new link where they create an anyone link or they create something else and they're actually messing up the, the security permissions of that document. And now they don't have to do that anymore. So much easier. And they get a good link, a link that is easy to read. And I guess it was one of those changes that slid in under the doorway without anybody knowing about it. Exactly. And for me, yes. for me, for some of my customers, this is important. And I didn't know. I, I saw it somewhere on Twitter a few days ago that somebody said, hey, look, we've got this functionality. And I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. Yeah. Yes. But there's a lot of stuff like that. I, 
I fallen into the trap just recently of uh, because we're we're basically talking about migrating a bunch of sites and thinking in SharePoint mode and forgetting that that's not the best way to actually get to a document. And you know, and somebody said to me the other day, "Yeah, I need to do all these contracts and do and work the way around these contracts." And I started talking about the fact that yeah, we can create a uh, a nice Office 365 group, we can hub them together, and then through the site design code, you will be able to see all of the sites, but we can put the supplier permissions on each of the individual sites, so they'll never get to see anything else. And I was thinking all about how this worked, and then he went, yeah, and then I went, just a minute, stop. Why don't you just use Delve? He says, what's Delve? Ah, okay, so uh -huh. let's go to your profit outline, blah, 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 and I just took him through all of the idea of, of, of uh, seeing the content, where it came from, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going, I really have to remember that that's the primary way of interfacing a human being to their content. Because we work so often in the containers, setting the metadata up, the search terms, the content types. We talked so long last week, or I did, because I got all excited about Project Cortex and, <laughs> and accessing that knowledge. and mm -hmm. uh, But you forget that there are so many really cool tools. I was editing an a, a e-learning course today uh, that's going to be uploaded onto the corporate e-learning platform for a client. And uh, I kind of got to the end of this 35-minute e-learning course that went through the usual navigation, the documents, how to do this. And I'm going, okay, right at the beginning, I want you to whop in three or four slides on how to get to your content before you start talking about document libraries, metadata, folders or no folders, blah, blah, blah. And just cover, you know, my office profile, cover the people aspect, cover, you know, the fact that there's one, there's this space that combines content from my um, exchange and that combines content from my SharePoint site and puts it into one place. The fact I can go to OneDrive and see all the libraries on my SharePoint sites that I need to get to because I'm thinking about documents. And it's so easy to forget that because we end up sitting in the back so often you forget how cool it is for the end user at the beginning. Absolutely. No, that is that is exactly true. Yeah. Yeah. So you say you pick up those uh, odd things, but this review in word mode, pretty neat. Teams sharing integration with OneDrive. Yeah, users yeah. of Microsoft Teams will be able to see and configure OneDrive link settings right from within the Teams app. Okay. There's so many cool things coming out. Yeah. Ah, is SharePoint's home site, so are they back again? Oh, I don't know. Uh, last thing I heard I was they got rid of them again. Uh, and that was pretty sad. Surprising. I, yeah, it was surprising, yeah, because I... Uh, when I'm giving a demo, I always love to show them my home site on the SharePoint page itself. And then just having my cool uh, drop-down mega menu there. And I also had it on my phone. And that was that was pretty cool. But then yeah, they got I rid agree. of it again. I've got no idea why. I, I think we need to just invest in checking this because it is still in the roadmap. It's still scheduled apparently for April 2020. Um, mm -hmm. But what the what is interesting on here is that the end bit I had not noticed before. This site will be more discoverable from the SharePoint start page and the SharePoint mobile app. Yeah. And then it says, yeah. it will also automatically be set up for organization-wide search as a source of authoritative news. That makes sense. So I wonder whether they've just worked out that they needed a few more bits and it is going to get rolled out oh, with some modifications. Could it could be because actually your home site is actually not just a communication site or not just a hub. You might have 20 hubs, 50 hubs, 200 hubs, but this one home site is the one hub site to rule them all. So I was going to go down that line. You took my line oh, away. There you again. go. Did I? Oh, I stole it. <laughs> okay. I'll give it again. you. Oh. I don't mind. I don't mind. I will let you have anything, my friend. You know that. Oh. But uh, I wondered whether the, one of the main reasons for pulling this stuff away is just because Microsoft have obviously realigned a lot of their dev teams to support people and the growth of, uh, you know, calls and conference calls and yeah. remote meetings and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, you only have so many resources. And they, as you say, they're pulling so many things out. So. Yeah. Uh, the, the, cool, one cool, thing, cool. the one thing that I'm really missing right now is SharePoint Spaces. 
Oh, yes, because you got a new headset. Finally bought this VR headset to do virtual work, of course, not to play any games or to watch virtual porn or anything. Definitely not. No, I'm, I'm really waiting for SharePoint Spaces to uh, appear now. <laughs> I no. will not go down that subject no. line that I was no. just about to go down. Don't. No. Don't. No. Don't. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for it. It can come. It's, uh, yeah, I'm all good. You're all good. Yeah. I am going to follow down that line. I've mentioned this before. I, I really quite like the idea of Spaces. Um, but I think I'm probably five years away from where I see it really going. Oh, um, probably. With spaces, yeah. but, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. But that's anyway, it. I want to drink some whiskey. I've had oh, enough talking okay. about the technology now. I think it's time to drink whiskey, if unless you want any closing parting shots. Um, we talked about Spain. Uh, we talked about Madrid. Uh, where else are you speaking? You talked about we got the global stuff that came out today that we'll take a look at. So yeah. many things have been delayed. It's very frustrating, isn't it? I know it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a super busy last few months of the year. I'm I guessing, is, yeah. I, I, because Collapse Summit has moved to October. Uh, there are a bunch of other things that are moving to November, December. Well, hey, we're not going to New Orleans, so. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm oh, so well. sad about that. I I can we'll totally have to use those tickets somewhere. Why, but yeah, but I I can totally understand why they would do it. But uh, it's 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 not a good idea to have thirty five thousand people in one place coming from all over the world and bringing crazy no, okay. diseases with them. But um, it will also help them immensely with their uh, pledge to be carbon neutral as well. That's true, but I think it'd be more fun if they do half the things that Anna Chu was collecting on her Twitter fest or whatever she did last week, where she was asking questions about how would you do this and that and the other one. Oh, yeah. I suggested one of my one of the suggestions I made I thought would be really cool is if you could have your own virtual room. So hey, I book a virtual room to that presentation. I invite ten people to join me. And in mm-hmm. that room we can have our own private messaging conversations whilst we're listening to the presentation being made and so you actually have hey little party and uh you know see how it okay goes. like you would be like sitting in a room and then whispering to each other but then yeah a little bit like that, that but yeah, yeah. obviously okay. virtually but it but it okay. struck me that there's a lot of new stuff going to come out of this ignite that i think will benefit the big ignite when we go back to being face to face again which i mm-hmm. won't be more than a year just because there's a need to it so you know, some of these really cool Microsoft engineers, and boy, do we appreciate you, Microsoft engineers. Some of the cool stuff we get to play with, which is neat. But if you can sit and put those ideas into making the virtual environment more than just watching a presentation and listening to a voice, mm-hmm. yeah, it mm-hmm. will be pretty neat. Maybe maybe we will see Whiskey. something in VR. Yeah. All right. That would be neat. Then I'll have to go and buy a headset. Yeah. Anyway, I, on my you? whiskey choice today, yeah, are taking you to Goa, and I'm, the land I'm, of the sun. And I'm taking you to a sustainable path. A it's sustainable not, not, path. Not organic. Not organic. It's not like Brugladi with their organic barley and stuff like that. No, no. Sustainable. I'd rather go to Goa. I get that. Come on. <laughs> Well, Spill it out. Maybe. Yes. We're gonna drink I'm gonna drink Paul John. It's a malted single malt. Well, it's a malted single malt, it's a peated single malt whiskey from a distillery in Goa in India. Okay. They've okay. been around uh ninety two the distillery was founded, so it's quite a young one. But mm-hmm. already they've become one of the largest world's largest independent whiskey distillers. So I'm going to uh, just take the lid off this now. This Indian single malt whiskey. That's it's actually a pretty cool. Yeah. Select, yes. Because it's, it's Paul, that it's means Paul John. yeah, that means that they're not bought by Diageo or whatever. Okay. So do you know? That actually means no. That actually means Moraine that they're not bought yet by. Oh, you know, maybe by now they're too big to 
buy Could or be. something. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Could be. So what have you got for me? I actually, so uh, almost a year ago, I went to Germany uh, for a weekend. And um, one of the things that I like to do when I'm in Aachen is uh, visit Schneiderwind. And they're, they're an awesome cigar shop, but they also have a large collection of whiskeys. And I bought a few of these small bottles of whiskeys, of all kinds of whiskeys that I want to try. And I really wish money, more whiskey companies would sell small bottles so that you can actually try a small bottle before you buy a big bottle. And I actually bought a small bottle of Deanston 12-year-old. So it's a Highland single malt, uh, unchill filtered. And they actually wrote on the bottle, it's unchill filtered, it's the way it should be. I uh, actually tasted that one in December this year. Uh, you remember yeah. I, I did yeah. a, a thing in Ghent. Yeah, I know. I, I know you and did. And the Deanston yeah. was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is really beautiful nose on this on this Paul John. I'm looking at the notes here. Yeah, lightly to- uh, smoky, of course, and roasted walnuts. I never get that kind of stuff with salted caramel. Mm-hmm. But, okay. But it's a real mix, a real balance of smoke and sweet, fruity. I'm st- I've not even got out of the bottle yet. But it's popcorn again, I can smell. Uh-huh. I can, I can smell the popcorn, so I guess that's the salted caramel they talk about here. Wasn't, isn't smelling popcorn a sign of a heart attack? An imminent... <laughs> no! I'm going to drink this quick. Something like that? No. I don't know, but thanks, Spain. You're really making me worry now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, this uh, Deanston is very citrusy so very lemony um i'm reading zesty orange marmalade but all i get is lemons so maybe if i warm it up a little bit it might be better but uh, i'm getting lots of lots of lemons zesty lemons no i uh, i don't get that and this this i think is probably more to your liking than and that one is probably to mine mm-hmm. But this is lovely. So, yeah, the nose is really good. And the smoke is there. You can't miss it. But it's not overpowering on the nose, which is really well done. Okay. I'm going to taste this. So, what does that say? It's pretty dark, the color. It's pretty dark. It is. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. It is is a solid um, amber. Amber rose. It is a touch red. Um, when you when you taste this, oh the oh, the finish is really really long. When you taste this, you know I talked about that that sort of salted caramel popcorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the first thing that hits you, but just okay. for a split second, just for a split second, and then the kind of smoke starts to trickle down the sides of your tongue, and you kind of get that campfire burning. Mm. Smoking the sound of it. It's like the which the is, one we had with the really lychee. Nice. Kind of, but that was you know that was exploding, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I really really like that. It's not the same. This is more subtle than that. It's not it's fireworks. Original... No, it's not fireworks. But then the finish um, is citrusy and long. It's kind of like burnt orange. Um, you talked about lemonade and of course uh, marmalade. Sorry, and that's mm. in my mind now, but. Um, yeah, no, it's very nice. I'm going to try for a second sip while you talk about yours. Yeah, well, I've got lots of caramel. So it's it's definitely citrusy on the nose. I just put a few drops of water in there. I warmed my glass up a little bit. And now I got uh, lots of nuts. I've got some caramel. Um, it's, it's a pretty good finishy uh, as well. So it lingers on as well. It gets that dry caramel because it it kind of takes a lot of fluid away from my mouth and I get lots of caramel. This is an amazing drink. To me it's a little harsh. So even above all of those tastes has that or no, it's not at this moment. But then again it's not an aged whiskey either. I really wonder what this will taste like in ten years time. Is there an age statement on it? No, not at all. Okay. Um, 
Because, uh, I mean, the, the distillery is 92. So, well, uh, they can have a 15 year old whiskey. Yeah, well, this is not one. This is uh, a petered cast strength. So, 55%. Um, again, nothing added. It's, uh, but it's not cheap. <clears throat> okay. It's not overly expensive either, don't get me wrong. It's no. 75 euros for the bottle. But uh, I've tasted better whiskey at the kind of 50 euro price. Yeah. But I don't think I've tasted Arbic. anything that Arbic. has. Yeah, potentially right. For example. No, um, no. But, no. Yeah, but the Arbeg is smoky and you know what you're going to get. Yes. End of story. Yes. Okay. This is complex. It is very complex. And as the, I mean, I'm, I've not drank it now for a minute or so. And even though, you know, um, the finish is gone. I still keep getting those spiky fruity bits popping up in there. So mm-hmm. I think you could drink this for quite a nice length of time. Nice. Um, yeah. Would I buy a bottle? Yeah, I think I would buy a bottle. Yeah, okay. I would buy a bottle. Okay. Very no, nice. this Deanston, um, I wouldn't. Um, it's described as a good entry-level whiskey. Um, but I, when I read the comments, they're, it's... Yeah... People are either for it or against it, um, but there's not really. It it doesn't really stand out. It's okay. It's not really my taste. I don't like that citrusy, lemony kind of thing. So I'm happy yeah. I bought a little bottle so that I actually had the chance to try it uh, because yeah. I'm I'm seeing it I'm seeing it quite a lot actually. Um, Yes, it's becoming one of those popular kind of brands. They've, yeah. uh, they've hit yeah, the market so, with it. Yeah, good for them. Uh, but it's it's not my kind of whiskey. Cool. Um, I noticed that uh, Dylan's also got himself a treat um, yeah, the for tonight Yorkshire? as well. Yorkshire? Yes, he's gone for a Yorkshire whiskey. Yeah, I was just yeah. trying to sort of find the... Uh, uh, the notification that mm-hmm. I that I've got in there, and I can't find it now, but that's fine. So uh, maybe you'll tell us what that was like, and uh, we'll be able to share that another time. Oh English yeah, whiskey, English whiskey is growing really, really well. I think I said to you last time that um, the website that I buy a lot of my whiskey from, they did a, a poll, and out of all the whiskies that they sell, and and we've tasted some awesome whiskies. Um, it was a, a one from the Cotswolds in England that actually ended up top of the list. Combined, yeah. you know, when they combine the total sales and the feedback from the users and everything else. So, That's brilliant. Uh, so yeah. yes, so Dylan's Yorkshire whiskey, my friend. I hope it was good. It looked good in the picture. Oh, Dylan, so maybe drop us a tweet. Yeah, yeah, a tweet. Us or just going. send us a soundbite. A soundbite. Yes, send us That's a soundbite. Idea. Do do a tasting, just like we do. Just properly taste it on your couch. And let us know. Taste it on your couch. Yeah. Okay. We all have to go to his couch. We're not allowed. No, but he can just record it and just send us the sound bite. Yes. And then we can put okay. it in here. I like that. Yeah. Like we do with all those sound bites that end up on my phone or your phone and that we <laughs> sometimes forget to add in. Oh, well, doesn't matter. That's okay. We're a bit difficult at the moment because of the technology we're having to use. We don't True. have as uh, much yeah. flexibility that we normally have. Well, oh. that was actually quite an interesting hour, my friend. Thank you very, very much. Really enjoyed that, as always. Is it an and hour already? Wow. It's gone. 58 minutes and 15 seconds. Jeez. Okay. That went fast. Mm. Okay. So, last few words from you at all? Um, no, well, keep on top of the message center because there are so many things coming out, so many things being announced. Um, it feels like Christmas a little bit. Um, so yeah, and also, uh, please stay healthy. Yeah, of course. No, we wish that yeah. for everybody because we really want those numbers to be uh, up on our podcast. No, no, because we really don't <laughs> wish this on anybody. <laughs> I really hope everybody has this sense of humor. <laughs> I sat and listened to a stand-up comedian a few weeks ago, and he said to the uh, the manager of the club, he says, I think I'm going to talk about COVID-19. And the manager says, you know, people are fed up with COVID-19. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy was just awesome. I'll sit and listen to the whole 25-minute set. But he came on and went, not really been feeling very well. <laughs> and you watched the front <laughs> row move back away from the stage. <laughs> nice. It was very clever. It was very neat. But so, yes, oh. I do hope you guys have got a sense of humor. I know it's tough times. I know it's difficult to work, but that's neat. But going back to what Moraine said, the message center is currently very, very interesting. Uh, it's the place to find all those kind of, uh, uh, you know, smaller and also important things that you need to be aware of on your tenants and yep. where Microsoft are with rolling stuff out. Uh, there was something else as well that I was thinking of when you was uh, saying that about reading uh, and doing the update. But because I've just had this whiskey and, uh, well, you know, it's an hour now, so perhaps I don't really care. Uh, I'm not going to bother remembering. <laughs> okay. I've still got half a glass left, so uh, yeah. yeah, the sooner I can get rid of you, the sooner I can drink the rest of it. I get that. I get that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so on, on on that beautiful, friendly, loving note. Oh um, yeah, whiskey over bros. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like today. It was a good call. I like the idea. This this whole thing about you know who approves what. This whole question around languages. Um, it's yeah. kind of been a podcast about questions. So what would we say on our last message to Jeff? So, dear Jeff. Well, we already gave a few today. So, uh, dear Jeff, uh, keep up the good work. I love where this dear is going. Jeff, dear Jeff, stay safe. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, I, said, just, I just thought about something. Like, there was an announcement, when was that? Two months ago, six weeks ago, that Jeff was also going to take over the Teams team as, as, an, as an added part of his responsibilities. And for the Because he hasn't four, got enough to do already. No, but the last four weeks, the Teams team have been churning out new stuff constantly. Would that be related? somehow listen Jeff you can tell us we won't tell anybody else okay have you been whipping this team into action <laughs> or have you just been whipping this team hmm. you're right well maybe we've just put two and two together and got 35 but who cares yeah uh, I, I can okay. imagine that they are focusing or reprioritizing their work based upon the current situation and that's an interesting Microsoft that we've not seen for a while that can change and refocus so quickly. True. You know? True, true, yeah. true. Good. All right. Well, folks, on that note, I think it is time to go away. I've still got half a glass of this whiskey because normally I would share this with Moraine, but he's not here. Aww. So I'll have to drink it on my own. Damn. Uh, so, oh. Well. Yeah. I guess I uh, from Steve you. over here, size. I'll save you half a bottle of uh, Deanston. Well, it's actually more than half. Wow. Yeah, this is right. This is real bros love here, yeah? It's a whiskey he's already admitted not liking, but he's going to give me (laughs) half a bottle of it. No, but I actually kept this small bottle to bring to you to have it for our podcast. I actually bought this small bottle so we can drink those on the podcast so that we don't always have to buy big bottles. Uh, it is appreciated, yeah. and I promise I will. I will keep some of the other smoky samples that we got in for the podcast. But Paul John, That's I think Paul be... John may well have yeah. gone. It's past yeah, past his uh, time. Okay, I get it's that. It's past his time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So it's Sai Steve on Twitter and a bunch of other places. Just search Sai Steve on Google. You'll find me. Uh, saying goodnight and I'm going to hand over to Moraine. And what will happen now is he will go into his dark, deep sexy radio voice and give you a closing statement to which I will feel embarrassed about and close him down Yeah, about two minutes in. So anyway, it's goodbye from Steve and over to you, Moraine, to close down and finish off. Two minutes. Wow. You're giving me two whole minutes. That is I'm watching the clock now. Yeah. I don't have that much else to add. I mean, dear people, dear listeners, episode 34, this is getting quite out of hand i mean that means 34 hours of content that we've already produced anyway yes 
so, so many, so many. Uh, no, no, no. You still got one minute and forty seconds to go. Lives that we ruined by letting them waste thirty-four hours. Anyway, um, stay safe. Thirty-four uh, hours. They're us. never going to get back. Follow us on Twitter. Um, uh, add us at uh, hashtag Office Three Six Five Distilled. Follow us at Sai Steve and at Maran Somers. Uh, as always, give us pointers, give us questions, give us things that you liked that you didn't like. Um, that's it. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay indoors. Keep up the good work and talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Thanks, Marie. That was awesome. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. If I give you a bottle, will that help you hit the road? That would be awesome. If only we could put whiskey in the cloud and build an app to download it straight into the glass. And you said I was the millennial. All right. Out, out. Thank you, miss. See you next time. Oh, Steve, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Next time, Moraine, on the next Office 365 Steve.